When you think you're gonna get eaten and your first thought is, great, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. You're relieved you don't have to go to work because you thought you were gonna get eaten? What the fuck is this world? What have they done to us? What did they do to Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) What a transition. Yes, yes. Nice shirt. Name three songs. Speaking of which, Chris is wearing a Mastodon t-shirt. Okay. Give me three. I didn't look up anything on Apple Music beforehand. Uh, Blood and Thunder, Hush and Grim, uh, Steam Breather. Um, That's three. That is three. (laughs) Wait, there's one more that... uh, Show Yourself. That's like my favorite Mastodon song. Blood and Thunder is obviously awesome. Um, And yes, I did see that one on Apple Music because you scare me. And this audience scares me too because I don't want to come off as a fraud. Although I just did. So far, so good. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we had a fun weekend. Yes, we did. A really a fun weekend. one. Uh, I want to address something, some loose ends from episode three. Okay, let's do it. Okay. We had a lot of loose ends, I think. We did have a lot of loose ends. There was two that I wanted to address. Number one was um, about Serge Tankian. Um yes. And then after that, I can we'll actually get into the topics that we're discussing today. But I wanted to ask you, what, what's your take on Serge saying that system of down tours are not really a priority priority for him at this point i'm not upset about it why you're uh you know if you're tired fine and older take and old yeah you know he's not like he used to be take some time and you know maybe make an album instead yeah but that's not gonna happen but wishful thinking have we addressed why they wouldn't make an album yeah, on no. here? No, not on here. Okay, so um, the one of the many reasons, and uh, Darren Malakian, the awesome guitarist and co-vocalist, I guess he is the co-vocalist now, which is weird, but mm-hmm. uh, he has some good contributions, but apparently in an interview with Serge or other members of the band, uh, Darren wanted 50% of, the, of all album sales yep. instead of 25. They're a four-piece band, you would think. They all split it. They're all the original members, but yep. no, he wanted more, and he wanted to be the only one to handle the press. That's a weird one. Also, very frightening. It is frightening, but it's like how much of a control freak. It's like we're system, but I will handle the media. What the fuck is that? I am system. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I am the system. That's honestly what he thinks, and it is a shame. That to me is more of a shame than system not doing big tours anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a band. It's not a solo act. Yeah, and he's had he has his solo act, Scars on Broadway. I don't like it. I I've never heard it. It's a lot of Darren singing. Such a Ooh. lonely day. Like I, I don't like that. that much, I yeah. don't like that. But it's like him like all over the map. I just it's a shame about the albums, about the touring, you know, not so much. Um so yeah, I thought he was cool, but I, I was just when we were talking about it last episode, I was thinking of system of down fans. Just like twitching. It'd be yes. like, damn no, it, Serge. It's it. all Serge's fault. I'm supposed to give up. And I'm notorious for defending the front man. Like with Tool, I'm always defending Maynard. Um, and we'll get into that because yeah, I just yes, sold him. Um, so the other topic I had, did you see, uh, I know you've seen Dave Draymond live. Yes. And we talked about interesting front men we're gonna we need to do a whole special on that yes of just front men being weird sometimes in a great way sometimes in a not great way yes and sometimes just in a way where you're like hey you're kind of weird being a front man so i actually want to play this clip uh it has 22.5 million uh views on instagram of dave draymond addressing a fan in the crowd now this (laughs) the it's a girl who's like in the front row um, for those of you that can't see, if you want to see it, go on Disturbs Insta. But she looks like she didn't want to be there, apparently. So uh-huh. Dave, yeah, so Dave wanted to address her. And the it's a very interesting reaction, but it leads to talk about a different artist that I really want to ask you about. Let's hear it. Okay. I'm sure you're okay. I've been worried about you the whole set. Because first she's standing, and literally she's got a look on her face like her boyfriend brought her to the wrong goddamn concert. That's awesome. But I saw you singing The Sound of Silence with me, so I knew that couldn't be the case. I mean, I know this isn't Taylor Swift, but, you know, we're doing our best. Mm. Shut the fuck up. Taylor Swift can't. 
So, mm. so, does Taylor Swift kick fucking ass? Or was Dave Draymond just trying to save face and make up for potentially mocking her? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, when you look at the video, like, it looks like he was nice about it. And she was starstruck. She's looking at him, like, like just with her eyes bugged out. I just... It was cool that the crowd cheered for Taylor Swift, but then I, it made me ask myself, like, because Dave Draymond's a very outspoken guy. A lot of stuff I agree with, some I don't, and that's all good. It doesn't fucking matter. But it made me ask myself, I'm like, do I think that Taylor Swift fucking kicks fucking ass? I think that's what he said. I think it was like yes. two Fs. Yeah. I don't know if she does. She used to. When she was like country, you like that? Yeah. She wears shorts, skirts. I wear t-shirts. That's a real song. She's cheer captain. Oh, and I'm yeah. on the bleachers. Fuck. Thinking about the day. The room is spinning real fast. When you wake up and find that what you're <laughs> looking for has been here the whole time. Ugh. I just I, I like I I respect her, but as, I don't think she kicks ass. Like that's my thing. No, I'm cool she's, with people uh, liking she's her. She's made a lot of money and now she's like on top of the world and you can't watch a football game without her being mentioned anymore, which has really, really left a poor a poor taste in my mouth. Personally. That, isn't that amazing that one person can take over a football feed? Yeah. No, I I'm not, not saying I like it. I don't like happy it. About it. Yeah. It's a distraction. It's not um, great. Did you know that there's in a hockey game, I forgot what rapper was there, but it looked like he was, I don't think he was having full out sex in the arena. Oh, that was that? Kodak Black at a Florida <laughs> Panthers game. <laughs> That's amazing. I think she was just like twerking on him, but I think he brought like strippers to like his box. That's it's insane. Uh, unbelievable. That... Why was he even at a hockey game? I don't know. I... I, that's the last person I would pin to. They go to a hockey game. I must. I don't know what it was. Isn't he the one that has the video where he's like, "Let me drive the boat." Let me drive the boat. That is Kodak <laughs> Black. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Like, it's cool when they do like celebrity callouts, especially when it's a musician at an event. But with Taylor Swift, it's a lot more than that. It's like it becomes her event, and that's bullshit. It's a football game. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you, but I guess like, she's kicking ass. We. I don't the, know. I say we. The Jets played the Chiefs. You could say we. I can appreciate that. I don't want to own the. I don't want to be a part associated with the Jets. I okay. I yeah, get that you too. can also appreciate that. I'm sure. Absolutely, yeah. I can. But they played the Chiefs, and I was watching it. And Taylor Swift was at MetLife for the game, and it was like every other third, like every third word out of the announcer's mouth was about Taylor Swift or some some sort of play on words. It was exhausting. <laughs> on top of having to watch the Jets play. It was, that was exhausting. I don't mean to make this about me, but did you see my reel about football commentary, but using song yeah, titles? Yeah, it was great. Thank you. It was really good. I, I'm just mentioning that because I still wish that happened. Yet, I I honestly think I did that. I'm, I might have done that before the Taylor Swift thing, or right around it. But now that we're seeing it happen with someone outside of our genre, and it's only one reference... Like saying the ball is knocked loose, like that's great behavior. Not yeah. to toot my own horn, but yeah. making Taylor ref- Taylor Swift references in a football game, I don't know. I guess if like I think like something like someone got hit really hard and they're like he's gonna have to shake it out. Is that a Taylor Swift song too? I think yeah, I think so. Oh shake man, it, shake it. see, I don't even know. I can't name three songs. I'm not Blank jealous. space because of I Prevail. That's it. I Prevail put Taylor Swift on the map. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was the other way around. It's yeah. I Prevail's fault that they're big, not the yeah. other way around. Yep. Um, so we had a nice weekend. Yes, we did. You had a better one. I had oh. a longer one. Correct. Oh, definitely a longer one. So I woke up to Thursday morning, a text from a good buddy of mine uh, saying he had an extra ticket to go see Tool in Philadelphia mm-hmm. for that same night. And it was one of the best texts I've ever woken up to. I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, And I ended up going. So I drove two hours to Philly to get there, stayed in Old City, and we had a grand old time. My first time in Wells Fargo. Really? Yeah. You've never been to that barn before? I've never been to that barn. That's the one place I won't go and see a professional hockey game game I ever saw was at Wells Fargo. That is unfortunate. Was it against the Devils? Yeah. Devils Flyers. Oh, man. Did they win? I was like five. Oh, all right. Well, you need to call your dad. And uh, yeah. I'm assuming you went with your dad. I did. Yeah. yeah you got to call him and ask just because I'm curious. So yeah. wait, if you were five, that was like 
20-ish years ago. Mm-hmm. So the Devils were very good. Yeah, I saw Marty Brodeur play. And almost his, it was like his prime. That was like probably his like fat stage. He was getting like. big. Yeah. Um, I, I hate Martin Brodeur. I'm not fat shaming. Um, <laughs> um, just, just him. Yeah, just him. Just him. Um, but at uh, at the Tool Show, did you know that you you probably do know, but I'm sure people who haven't seen Tool don't know this. You are not allowed to have a cell phone out. Yeah, no I like that. Shows. I like that rule. It's nice, dude. I mean, yeah. we were still up on the seats, so it's not like our view would have gotten. Actually, it still could have gotten blocked yeah, and could, blocked by a yeah. phone, you know, yeah. especially at my tender height. Um, so I liked it. Of course, Maynard's kind of being like a dick at the end. He's like, "All right." Remember those things you're all addicted to? You can get them out now. And then he played 46 and 2. Yeah. That was awesome. And of course, everyone got their phone out. I yep. didn't. I, I was integrity move. I was double fisting beer. So I was like, I'm not doing it. Was it integrity or you're double fisting a beer? Both. Okay. De- definitely both. Uh, the set list was good. I mean, Tool's amazing. Their 15 minute um, drum solo, chocolate chip trip is. I don't know if it was just a long day, but it was lulling me to sleep. I actually, I walked out. I, you know, went went to the bathroom, got myself another another drink. I think well, I was doing Jack Jack Daniels for a while. Then I then I switched to beers. I don't know what stage of the night that was, um, but yeah, that I just I couldn't do it. He brings out this huge gong and starts hitting it, and we're like, okay, I I know it's coming because I've seen seen them before yep um and when i did the first time i saw them i stayed for the whole experience but the set list dragged a little at the end just from song choice yeah but it's two hours 11 songs and one of them is a drum solo that's crazy yeah it's it's a lot visually you get high like the visuals mess with your head really it's incredible even like the drum like the like the drum the videos that they the video angles they have on danny carey playing drums they're like all over like it's unbelievable it's it's a feat it's It's, a show it's a real show it's an artistic feat yeah it's incredible so i do encourage people to see tool i'm seeing them again at msg on the floor Ooh. and that's the thing another thing about them for floor it's seated Hmm. Everyone stands. They give me like seats. big time orchestra vibes. Except they have no one helping them, so there's no orchestra. It's, well, that's what I mean. But yeah, it's like it's very like artistic, and like he bingo. wants you to he wants you to sit there and like take it in and and yeah, yeah, he yeah he does. And speaking of orchestra, it's funny you said that because he does have a lyric book, but it's not like the teleprompter, which we we got to get into that one day because I feel well, he like, has a lyric book. He has a lyric, but it's like on like the like the the music note sheet. You know those like stand. Yeah, on a on a music stand. Yeah, so he has on a music stand. So as he's singing, like, because you know he has huge breaks between verses as the band yep. is going off into the next millennium. And yeah, he'll just turn his page, and then he like does this thing. He's like kind of like squatting, but like rowing back and forth. Yep. It's terrifying. And he's always. We were actually on. He was stage left, and we were on his side. But he's like kind of behind the drummer. Okay. So yeah, that's he's behind the drummer on a little podium. He's not work, doing any crowd work whatsoever. Yeah, so it's it's very um, orchestra esque. Yeah, it's the like performances. You know, you don't mosh pit. There's nope. none of that whatsoever. There's no crowd surfing. It's watch us blow your mind for two hours. Yeah, and I feel like Maynard kind of acts like what we're doing. You still don't understand. Yeah. You wouldn't get it. Yeah, he's like, you wouldn't get it, but you paid, and like, did we're anyone, gonna give did you anyone open time. for them? Oh uh, yeah, we didn't watch who opened. For, anyone who opens for Tool, they usually pick really weird yeah. bands. So okay. yeah, we just pre-gamed across a few bars in um in Philly, which was awesome. Uh, but yeah, that was a great time. That's I, fun. I got like three hours of sleep, came back yep. to Jersey, and then Man. met up with you boys for Mammoth. Yes, at Starland, our favorite venue. It was very lovely. Very lovely indeed. Yes, and it was very clutch where we stood this time. Yeah, I didn't know if I was going to like that or not, but we our hand was kind of forced. So yeah, that, Wolfie, uh, Wolfie definitely sold out the venue. I've never and seen th- and then it, some that packed. Yeah, it was packed for Wolfie. Yeah, it was packed. I've seen corn there, and it wasn't that packed. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't understand it. And this it was before the new metal revival, but still, that's yeah. No excuse. It's still corn. Yeah. How many times did someone ask us if Wolf was going to play Van, uh, Van Halen songs? Yeah, Eddie Van Halen. It was sad. 
Yeah, and it, it's just so bad. It's such it's an like, interesting crowd because it's, it's like <laughs> all old Van Halen guys and then like the newer generation that's, you know, getting into Mammoth and things like that. And it's like, it's it's so funny because, yeah, you get asked multiple times like, oh, is he going to is he going to play? Oh, is he Eddie doing a eruption? Yeah, yeah, it's like, no. I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but he doesn't do that. And I like that he doesn't yeah, play Van Halen. Thing. Yeah. He's his own thing. He talks about him enough, you know. Yeah. But, you know all the mean? time. Like, all, like half his songs are freaking dedicated to him. Yeah. It's not like a, I hate you, dad. I'm not playing your songs. It's the yeah. opposite. It's like, I love you, dad. Your legacy is amazing. This one's Wish for me, you. Yeah. This one's for you. It, exactly. So well said. Um, But yeah, it that crowd was so interesting. Yeah. Uh, it, it, every time I've seen him, it's been like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always that same question. And I get why Wolfie in interviews, I always thought like maybe he was being a little short mm-hmm. about it, but I totally get it. Like in the crowd, I was getting annoyed. I'm like, it's Mammoth. Just listen to Mammoth's songs. Yes. All yes. right? Like just leave him alone. Yeah, exactly. And but he, he killed it. Yeah, he had great set list. Perfect mix of album one and album two. Yes. I'm trying to think if there was a song that I was like bummed. Oh, he didn't play Miss. Speaking of Mr. Eddie Van Halen, they didn't play Mr. Ed. No, that was a little bit of a miss for me. But I'm not like losing sleep over it. It was still a good set list, right? Yeah, I love the set list. Yeah, new songs. I would have liked Circles, but I get that it's slow. But they did Stone. I know. That nice, dude. That was a vibe. Yeah. I don't think we had. Did we see them play Stone? I've never seen them play it before. We yeah, we did not. It that's a nice six minute, seven minute trippy mm-hmm. boy oh oh yeah i loved it he looked like he had fun too freshly married freshly married congrats to him yep uh the whole band was there whole band it's yeah five members all five three guitarists one bass one drummer that was it and he records it all because he is wolfy yeah that in itself is such a feat and i've talked to some people like oh i think maybe he's trying to hard it's like i don't know i think he has a vision yep i think it is a little aggressive he's like no like even if you have a vision, you can't say, all right, play that bass line and record that. He's like, no, I'm physically going to play everything. I'm going everything. to do it so no one can say anything. I think that's cool. Yeah. If you can do it, you can do it. It, it can't be easy, though. That sounds no. like a nightmare. Definitely. I've bitched to you about making reels. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine making a full-fledged album. I can't. You're the son of Eddie Van Halen. and yeah, you're You've doing got a lot all... of eyes on you. Yeah, and you're, and, gonna... and you're not like using a trending audio. You're creating music from nothing. Like, it's... Yeah. I, I give him so much credit for that. And I'm just... I'm glad he had fun. We had fun. Great time. We had great Ubers. That was... We were very lucky with the Ubers because we were oh, a nice yeah. 50 miles away. And we got in and out like a breeze. That was just, that was good coordination. I think everything. Everything fell into place. Everything fell into place except for their merch. Mm. Mammoth needs to have better merch. Yeah. I, I, was, I was ready to give my money. I was too. I really was. And then when that one shirt didn't have the back on it, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Can't do it. No. And meanwhile, this, wait, does mine right here have a back on it? It does not. It doesn't, but it's, I mean, look at that Mastodon. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah, it's, it has enough going on. Right. You need a very gaudy front of a band tee to not have anything on the back. Yes. You know what I mean? See, yep. You get me. Um, do you remember I uh, that the that lady first not? Uh oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you so talk about that? Yeah. And it kind of, you know what, this ties in to the Q&A section that we're going to do. Yes. I get asked a lot uh like what like What's it like running like Rock Metal Fan Nation? How have interactions been in person or via DM? So we have a lot of your fan submitted questions. So we appreciate you for that. Uh, we're gonna get through. We're gonna get through a lot of them, I think. Yeah. But I'll get. I'll preface it with this story. Um, <laughs> we're we're walking out. Uh, Mammoth just just finished up, and um, this woman, let's say like middle aged, right? Like looks at me. Yeah. Yeah, and she she's like, where do I know you from? And every time I hear that, like, I'm still not used to it. Like, because, I mean, it's just Instagram, right? So it's still very flattering. So I, so I said, I said, I don't know. Like, where do you know me from? I Because I also do have a doppelganger face. I have a very common face. I'm telling you. Don't say that. No, I, 
it is what it is. Mm. I'm not mad about it. But I've I've had friends like in college be like, oh yeah, I saw you on the bus to like this class, Rutgers, and right. and I was like, I haven't left my apartment was all day. Yeah. That was not me. So it's happened, and I like my doppelgangers come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> it's um, just the face. It, it really is. It's just the face. But so yeah, so she says, "Where did I know you from?" I said. I don't know. Where do you know me from? Buddy Jordan goes, Instagram. And she doesn't answer that. Her face is disgusted. She points at my shirt and goes, Pearl Jam sucks. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a blood curdling. Not blood curdling. It was, it had force Anger. behind it. A lot of force. And I, and I looked down at my shirt. I was like, they're not that bad. Right? Like, do you know what and I then, said? Yeah. And then she didn't even acknowledge that. And then she said, I know where you're from. America's most wanted. <laughs> Did she say that? Yes. Oh my god. Which I wow. See, I, doppelgangers. I don't know if I've they, never been on that. Yeah, and apparently one of them is wanted for something that she. It's saw. because of the. It's because of the Pearl Jam shirt. Mm. And it was my Pearl Jam Alive shirt. That's a hard song to hate on. It's Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Writing about the it's time that song. he realized that his dad wasn't his dad. That's yeah. what it's about. It's a deep song. But yeah, that was a bizarre encounter. Yep. I've had so many nice encounters. That one, but that just that made me laugh. Stunk. Yeah, program sucks. Program <laughs> sucks. Like, okay, nice to meet you. You're from America's Most Wanted. Yeah. Like, maybe you shouldn't talk to me like that if I'm on America's Most Wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe you should like, check yourself. It's like I don't represent the band. Well, I guess I was by wearing the shirt, but I have no affiliation. Yeah, I'm not making money off this yet. <sighs> yeah, and yeah, I wish that'd be great. Pearl Jam paid me. Well, nice. hell would freeze over. Cause I know. Pearl Jam's a money machine yes they are still a great band i love them so do you want to do some questions i'm ready yes i'm so, ready and fans, i haven't seen a lot of these yeah, i saw the, a couple yeah so <laughs> the fans have submitted some questions which i'm going to now force feed chris about what it's like running rock metal fan nation as well as just general curiosity questions cool oh we so got there, some, okay there's, there's some generals that. yep okay and we got some on the pod page we got some on rmfn so i will hit you with this is a good one okay from Gar, uh goth dark rose mm-hmm. on instagram asks have you ever had to take down a post due to being due to people being rude in the comments i try my best not to take down posts for that reason <clears throat> Um, I, I will engage with negative posts sometimes if they're really bad, I'll delete them. And it's, it's mostly like people are being mean to each other, but otherwise I just, I let it go. I try to, I try to be involved. I see almost every, almost every comment. It depends if a, if a real or a meme blows up, but yeah, I don't think I've taken one down. I have, um, do you know my shadow ban story? Yes. I, was, I lived that with you. Oh my gosh. It was one of the best things. I thought... Was so, it? <laughs> <laughs> it? It was devastating for my page for... This was probably like year one or year two. Mm-hmm. So I'm in year four now. Fuck. Um, so I made this meme. This was before I was even doing reels. And I made this meme. And I had saw it on Funny or Die where... <laughs> it doesn't show anything. But it's a couple uh, being intimate... <laughs> And the girl's chasing one way, and the dude is basically on his laptop. Oh my god! And he's watching Everybody Loves Raymond <laughs> during their event. So, so I decided I was like, it'd be really funny if he was watching Solway Firth by Slipknot. No. So I put a still over the laptop image, yep. or like basically right over the screen. Yeah, yeah, like what everyone does. They and I credited uh, Funny or Die for that, and yep. they didn't get banned. This meme in like <laughs> 10 minutes had like 3000 likes. Like that doesn't happen on it blew up. It, it was in, it was going nuts. I was like, Oh my God, like I did it. I I'm made trying. it. And then Instagram was like, this post is removed for it. And it gave me like 12 reasons. I was like, Oh, oh my God. My God. And for, I would say I was, I was shadow banned for about five, six months. I was like giving up on the page because of that. They they really hurt me. And then of course it said like, oh, everything that you've done since is like within community guidelines. I I reached out mm. to Insta. I was like, hey, um, sorry about that. I was like, I'm sorry about that. Um, but I haven't done anything else this whole time. Yeah, like throw me a freaking bone. 
And they didn't. The shadow ban is so mean. That's fucked up. Because first it starts with you get no reach outside of your followers, but then um, not even your followers see your shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's so I've messed bad. up. So then you organically lose followers because they don't see your shit. Yeah, they're like, well, he's not posting anymore. Yeah. Damn. That's actually still happening to me now in general. Mm. I guess that's, I don't know if that happens with larger pages or, Maybe. well, that was, that sounded like hubris, but it wasn't. I, I meant, skip. I'm not even going to get all into right, it because right. I sound egocentrical. I'm not trying you to don't. be that way. You don't. I also made up a word. Um, here's one. <laughs> uh, Joseph Palmas asks, how many complaints from Gen Z do you get on your videos? I don't. I don't get complaints from Gen Z. They usually say you left us out. Like if I say millennials complaining about Gen Z, okay. um, they either like it or they say, hey, don't forget us or hey, we like this too. And I'm like, that's, I always say that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm never like, well, you shouldn't listen to Creed or, you know, like 80s shit, right? So I, I actually get complaints from Gen X. Really? Yeah. Mm. So my the two real series I did of like a s- sounds that only millennials will hear. And it's mm-hmm. like, you hear the intro of a song and they're like, you know what? It's not just millennials that know Linkin Park. Gen X knows them. And I'm like, uh, okay, I, I am. Do you now? Yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's just a real. Calm down. What am I going to, I'm going to list everything. I can't do it. Stop speaking for your generation. Yeah. So I think I've gotten a little more complaints from Gen X than Gen Z. Mm. Gen Z have gotten other things for sure. But Gen X, yeah, they get mad when I say millennial versus Gen Z. It's almost like they want to jump in on it. They're like, no, let's roast Gen Z together. And then I invite them in. Sure. Yeah. Doors are open. Yeah. And you're good, but you're a different Gen Z. You're, you know. Is that what I am? You're uh, different. I don't know. Yeah. I think you're different. Nope. Is that what I technically told oh. you? Well, you're. Ooh. I don't know what I am. You're on the cusp. I think I'm. You're. What comes after Z? No, you're not after. It's millennial than Gen Z. Oh. There's no way you're after Z. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right in that Gen Z wheelhouse. Maybe in, you might be an elder Gen Z, which is cool. I think you are. Sometimes I don't know what I am at all. That's really deep. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a baby boomer at heart. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I'm. I married a baby boomer. At heart. At heart. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> Definitely at heart. And she's proud of it too, which I love. Good. Old soul. Should be. Gotta love it. All right. What do you got for me? Uh, I like both of these. So I'm going to ask you both. Okay. <clears throat> Starting with JW Guitar in 1984. Shout out. Cool. When and why did Rock Metal Fan Nation start? Okay. So RMFN started in 2019, uh, March 31st, the day before April Fool's Day. That was on purpose. And it was because I loved metal memes. That's what I started as. And I was like, like, it was always the, the hit when you hear the China, the China symbol hit a few Mm -hmm. times. And then it's, that like that kid from Avengers who's like we're all gonna die. Yeah, uh, yep. that was I remember that last meme and I was like, you know what? Maybe I can make an Insta. And I was not Insta savvy, still not that. I everything I've learned I've learned through RMFN and trial and error. Um, but yeah, I just like sat there and I made the page and it was just memes. That was it. Hmm. Only memes. Yeah. No other. And then it evolved to like, then I started doing my album song rank and reviews. Top that was my nice. yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. It was, was like for a lot of it. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was there for a lot of it. it and, cool. and the memes were, the memes were easy. They were fun though. Cause I love taking pop culture references and putting them like, heavy yeah, music. Context. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. we don't really get a lot of that representation mm-hmm. and the memes are coming back. Like I love doing my reels and like there's great engagement there, but people still love memes. And so do I, I love a good meme. Me too. Yeah. Nothing better. I know. Keep it rolling. What? Keep it rolling. Yeah. All right. Uh, Campos Dot Invictus. Okay. Cool name. Cool asks, name. have you ever considered posting about genres outside of rock and metal? Um, I do occasionally. Um, I, I was considering doing an album review for Chris Stapleton's new album. I don't know how many people would like watch it though, but at the end of the day, it's not really about that. Um, I think I post about other genres sometimes. Do I or no? You, I don't do I. No, 
Okay. Not really. It's all right. Maybe I will. Maybe I will because of that question. Maybe. I'll just do it. A little blending. (sighs) Can't betray my fan base. I get yelled at for posting things related to rock. And they say that's not metal. And I say... The account is called Rock Metal Fan Struggles. The brand is Rock Metal Fan Nation. Rock is in it. I do both. Yes. But yeah, I will. I always get this. That isn't metal though. When I do something rock related, I'm like, but it's in the name. It's in the name. I don't know how you miss it. Just read. Yeah, please. <laughs> it actually comes before metal in your name. I know. Yeah, it, could, it couldn't be Metal Rock Fan Nation. Sounds off. Rock metal. Sounds Gotta off. Be. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Limerick. I don't know the rest of that. Asks, what do you as a purist of sorts <laughs> think about fusion metal like LP, Nickelback, and others? I was called Isn't, a purist? You were. Are you kidding me? Also, is Nickelback fusion metal? Country metal? insane insane yeah that's a crazy (laughs) reference uh i love fusion stuff i love genre blending and i'm not not a purist now i feel bad i love 90s everyone i love 90s pop all right so there's your non-pure i love that stuff i and i like yeah i like stuff outside that but jokes aside i think it's really cool if a band can pull off fusion stuff and it doesn't sound like they're doing it just to do it then I really like it. So if it comes natural to the band, and there's no better example than Linkin Park, they were able to do whatever the hell they wanted and yep. be fantastic at it. So yeah, I'm all about bands doing that. I think bands need to do that more. I don't think you should just stay in one creative box. It's good to all right. expand. Fair. Can't believe it was called a this purist. This is a purist answer if I ever heard Yeah. That, damn. Oh, all right, a couple more. Um, we'll give Callum the floor. Oh, my homeboy. Um, he asked, what's the biggest band? You've not seen live. Pearl Jam. Oh, he's not such a Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam kid. I got to get him off it. Oh, yeah. I I, I just bought another. I, could, but like, I just talk. got Vi- Vitology. Vitology? How do you say? Vitology. Pearl Jam's third album on uh, vinyl last week. Mm. Been on a huge binge. They're just taking all my money. Yeah. Um. No, but I would also say probably not to sound that way, but if you look at Rockville, or those big festivals. I've yep. basically seen almost everybody. Yep. Um, I would say the biggest in those lists is probably like System of a Down. Ooh, I'd love to see them. I think that would be really fun. Yep. But I've never really gone out of my way to see System. But I would have yeah. a great time. Well, now that Surge isn't doing it anymore, might have changed. Well, it'll only be festivals. Mm-hmm. If I, that. I think he's going to be at Sick New World. Yeah. Right? Deftones won't be there. That's weird. Yeah. New metal festival without Deftones. Little messed up. Little messed up. Yeah. And oh, no corn either. Mm. That's all sorts of fucked. Yeah. But it's still going to be Anyways. a great festival. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. You know. All right. We're going to get to some fun ones. Now. Okay. Actually, hold up. I want to I want to ask this one. Okay. From our mutual contact. Ooh. Okay. Scary. I'm curious about this. Okay. If you could create your own band based off of current musicians. Current. Come on. Who to consist of? Four piece band, go. Alive? Yes, current musicians. Okay, at the top of my head, I want James Hetfield in a band outside of Metallica. Okay, so vocals is James. And rhythm guitar. No, a four piece band, I said. Yeah, he could play rhythm. Mm, no. Oh, so you want each individual guitarist, vocalist, bassist, oh. drums. Okay. Um I'd get I'd get Chad Smith on drums. Nice. So Chad Smith, you got James Hetfield on vocals. This is a soft. This is a soft rock band, by the way. I want it to be a chill band. It's already. It's already pretty eclectic. I know, but <laughs> I want them to be like because I think James Hetfield solo would be amazing. On guitar, we're gonna get. We're gonna get good old. We're gonna get Dave Mustaine. Let's get. This is going to be a soft rock band. Yeah, let's get Dave and James together for a soft <laughs> rock band, and then on bass, <laughs> on bass it would be. No, you know what? I'm going to change that. Not Dave Mustaine. It's another Dave, believe it or not. Dave Nudson from Minus the Bear. Okay. I bet he could do some cool shit with James Hetfield. 
All right. All right. So weird indie reference. He also has a metal band, though. Yeah. So he can, you know, he can. He play around. Yeah, he can play around. Bass is really tough. Uh, You know what? You know who's an eclectic dude? Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses. Duff. Yeah, let's get Duff on there. Duff. It's an old band. Yeah. It's an old band. Very old. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really tough question. But I think that band would sound tight. I mean, they're all pros at it. Yeah. I feel like Chad might overplay. Really? In a band like that. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm telling you, I want this to be like an acoustic chill band. <laughs> it's not going to be. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. But. Especially not with Mustaine. No. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We'll do. I don't know. We'll do one more. Two okay. More. Two more. Cool. Um, AI Cola 1984. So two 1984 handles here. Cool. Is asking, how do you find time to answer almost every comment? fire emoji well thanks for noticing that's very sweet um i really try to prioritize it because i think one of the reasons that i made rmfn was for the interaction yep. i've been lucky enough to have friends and family who listen to heavy music and that family's grown bigger which is awesome um but initially online i really did not interact or i was afraid to like comment on an account like Loudwire that I love and you get so many like trolls or gatekeepers. Yep. My whole thing was I wanted to make a community that felt safe for you to have opinions. So okay. if you like ghost, you're not going to get roasted, even though I can't stand ghost. It's I'll like, do it. I will you do roast you. you the same way. Like I like Coldplay. I will also roast you and you're allowed to. That's cool. As long as it's not like name calling and you don't like you're a sweetheart about it. Like, and everyone in the community, like the, the, um, consistent commenters on RMFN are really nice people. I'm telling you, like you should see these conversations of people giving each other song recommendations or not roasting each other about certain bands. Like my Christmas reel today, they were talking, like I was saying, like it's truly for Christmas music. And then someone mm-hmm. said, except if, except if it's Michael Buble. And I was like, well, I agree. Cause Michael Buble mm. is the man. So we could just, we could talk. Oh, how about that for purist, by the way, that I said that. I'm still salty. Um, he's, a but, pop, he's a pop purist, too. <laughs> I'm a buble purist. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I comment. It's because there are also awesome interactions. That is almost, it's almost like I make the content to drive those conversations. Because I think that's what it's all about. And yep. if you're feeling alone, like, oh, like no one else listens to my music you could head into these comment sections and even if you don't know someone comment on their comment or at them and say hey i'm going to that tour 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 i'm considering going to that yeah how were they it's just it's become a community like that so that's honestly why uh why i do it it's fun and it is exhausting i really try my best to get to everything um you do a damn good job thank you i i try all right i'm gonna give you one more okay I'm going to keep this person anonymous. Okay. Because it's a great question. Oh, wow. Okay. Ready for this? Yeah. Cheese doodles. Question mark. Just cheese doodles? Just cheese doodles. Yes. Especially Jack's. Jack's? You haven't had Jack's? J-A-X-X? I have not. I am buying you some Jack's one day. We'll finish the bag. You can't not finish the bag. Do you like the... They're cheese puffs, though. Yeah, not a hard doodle. So, do you when you ha- when you eat doodles? There's the blue bag, right? Which is like the more compact, less puffy ones, and then there's the red bag, which is the more airy, puffy yes. ones. Yes. Which one do you like more? Both. That's a horrible answer. Why? I like them both. That's like saying you prefer like you prefer, like what's red and blue. That's like saying you are you prefer both the Rangers and the Devils. No, they're- yeah. They're like brothers. <laughs> no, they're not. I think they're both good. The, what about the pu- cheese balls? The puffy ones are way better. You like? I do like a puff. The puff is so much better. I think those are easier to finish. Like you can finish a lot of those. Yeah. Like even even like puffy Cheetos versus crunch, the crunchy Cheetos. Puffy ones blow them out of the water. Crunchy Cheetos, man. No. You could just like drink it out of the bag. You ever do that? Yeah. I'm fat. Yeah. Me. Well, you're not me it's different it's different it's just different oh fun fact um of mice and men looked at that story with uh the questions 
I wish they submitted did a they? question. Yeah, they did. Look at that. Hey, boys. That's cool. I haven't heard their new album. I it's th- good. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Fuck. Why didn't you tell me? I'll play. I'll play a song of the week. Oh, yeah. I'll play a song of the week. Oh, awesome. It, but I'll give you my song of the week. What's your so? Yeah, t- give it to me. You want it now? Uh, or at the end? We'll do it at the end. Okay, we'll do it at the end. Cool. Because I need to think of mine. Yeah. I put asking Alexandria last week. If you want to see our songs of the week, we'll always collect them on our Insta page. Yeah. Nice shirt named three songs. That's it. Follow. Follow it. Like. Comment. Definitely comment because we'll answer. <laughs> yeah, we just proved that. We will 100. Now there's two, pe- two people answering. Oh, yeah, exactly. We have double coverage. Well, thank you for walking me through the Q&A, too. You're welcome. I, You're welcome. That was, that was nice. Thank you to, for everyone who submitted the questions. There was one that I did peek at that I wanted to address. It was about, it was basically asking something like, what's something you could see RMFN doing that might be out of reach, but you could visualize it? Something like that. Okay. It was more eloquently said um, by one of my good friends um, in the RMFN family. And I would love to have a rock metal fan nation venue slash bar. How cool would that be? How quickly is John Taffer getting called? Oh no, <laughs> not John. Shut it down. Clean the fucking place out. Yeah. Someone died. Yeah. They're like, you could have killed someone. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> um, I, I honestly, while the successful, <laughs> he, he's an interesting guy. Um, that's a good idea. I would love that. Rock bar? A rock bar or a venue. I would I feel like I could run a venue. <laughs> That'd be good. Where when I would Who's have the first time band? For that. You could book any band. Who's the first band other than Metallica? Corn. Mm. Give me corn. Who's opening? One opener. Who opens for corn? I'd give it to one of the young new metal bands, like some of those like revival bands. Um Tetrarch. Ooh. Tetrarch and Corn. That'll that'll sell the place out. That's a cool show. Yeah. It's a fun show. Yeah. And I want it to be someplace that like people can hang out during the week too somehow. So it doesn't even have to be a venue happening. And I've been to I feel like I've been to a lot of great venues. Like I can't sit here and shit on a venue. Um and I just you know, my thing has always been I love I'm, like space. I'm spatially aware. Mm-hmm. And hosting people and like having a space where people have fun brings me so much joy so imagine having a place where you're hosting concerts that'd be sick yeah that would be sick that'd be good well maybe i'll uh you know make a big investment maybe maybe said, said no <laughs> no who knows maybe one investors day. possibly possibly you. You. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so do we want to get into our next our next topic? Yes. You want to kick it off? Yeah. So, uh, November is an important month. Yes, it is. It's Many my, reasons. My birth month. Big one. Yep. Shout out all my Sagittarius. But it's also... Sag. Is it, is it Men's Mental Health Month? Or is it Mental Health Month? I feel like it's... Uh, men, like, yeah, well, November does uh, the um, men's... It's, it, it is men's... It's men's... Health awareness, okay, but also mental health, okay. So, so it's for everybody, both. yeah. Oh. It's yeah. So it, it's a great, uh, it's a great cause. Um. So yeah, I would love to talk about that with Let's you. Just mental health. I feel like it's a theme that comes up in so much, especially in our world, in the rock and metal world. It's a huge theme in society yes. now. People are more vo- more aware of it. But here's my first hot take about this subject. Okay. Rock and metal artists and fans were way ahead of the the mental health curve before modern um, mainstream society. Mm, you're gonna have to elaborate on that one. Sure. Okay. So, if you I feel think, like I'm gonna agree with you, though. So you know now, mental health is a very it's a very hot topic. Very big. Very out there. Yeah. What, was it out there in the '90s, in the early 2000s? Probably not. No. No. It was sort of like the swallow it and get over it generation. Sure. Well, not generation, but yeah. mindset, mindset. Yeah, is that mindset? And I think that these bands were tackling some very serious stuff. You can go back to Metallica and James writing a lot about his weird childhood. There's so mm-hmm. many bands that have examples of that, and pop artists did too. But in the rock and metal world, it's more raw and okay. honest. And I think that's why it's such a strong fan base. But I also think that's why um, we we have people who, who I think the community overall 
has a good, has pretty good mental health. Not to say that everyone's perfect or that no one needs help. I just think that we're a little ahead. I think we've been talking about some very difficult subjects for a long time, or we've been hearing about it as fans yeah. from our Walkmans to our iPods to our iPhones to now record players. I just think that we've been always had it in our ear about considering some very emotional things that, it, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that makes sense? Or am I think I, that makes sense. Am I am I being I too much of a purist? The, no. <laughs> no. Okay. I agree with the rawness, the fact that I feel like topics and things that are discussed and sung about are are deeper a lot of time. And it comes yeah. to the genre for sure. It does. Um I think yeah, it, it's definitely ahead of the curve. I'm happy that people are out and talking about things more now in general. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's better. It's better than bottling things up. But I think for sure the rock and metal world has been in front of sort of society in that aspect. And I think that's why, like you said, a lot of people go to it when when they're, you know, feeling blue or something's bothering them. That's a great point. Nothing like some music to to bring you up or put you down. Sometimes you got to be put down. So that's... I'm very much like that. That I was going to... That's so funny because one of... Um, I mean, it's not funny, but um, something I wanted to ask you is do sad songs make you more sad or do they make you feel better? They do both. Yeah, that's fair. They I kind of feel the same way. Yeah, I... I'm in the mood to listen to sad songs if I'm feeling sad, but it's it doesn't make me more sad. It kind of just matches the mood, and then when I'm when I don't have anything to be sad about, which I don't typically do, but sometimes, nice. perhaps sometimes I do. I don't know, but when I'm feeling a little sad or whatever, or or if I'm if I'm feeling good, I don't, I you know when I listen to a sad song, I I, I can almost appreciate it more. I feel like, yeah, if that I, makes sense. Yeah, because you and I have like sense. talked about like like like. When we're in good moods, we like listening to sad songs. Yeah, like I do. And I, you know, it's like I, I like listening to it when I'm in a good mood because then I can appreciate the lyrics in the song a bit more. Because if I'm trying to find a song to match my mood, I feel like I'm seeking like the vibe of the song and not really the the words or the message of the song. Yeah, yeah. So Th- that that makes sense. I for me. I think sad songs have more of an effect on me where like I really have to be in the mood. I can listen mm-hmm. to like the saddest song ever and be okay. Like actually the other day, um, we, I don't know why, um, the old Ball and Chain and I were talking about Alice in Chains yep. and we ended up watching Nutshell yep. MTV Unplugged on my phone. Yep. And like obviously one of the most sad songs, one of the most beautiful songs ever made. Um but it was we were also appreciating Lane in his amazing performance, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Like it's just so beautiful, it gives me like chills in a nice way. However, if I need to seek that song out, it's usually I'm really sad and I need comfort. Like it's rare as yeah. fuck that I'm like like I'm in a nutshell mood. Yeah. But if someone's like you know, like or like. Like if someone just randomly puts it on, or like if YouTube just suggests it and yeah. play it, I usually I might go to skip that. I'm like, oh, what that. The guitar is so nice. Like, I'll do it. So, yeah, if I'm seeking out sad songs, it it's mostly there for comfort. But yep. I'll never be like, well, that song makes me really sad now. Yeah, there's not a lot of songs that make me sad. However, I <laughs> I do believe in songs that could be a vibe killer. And I know yeah. this is straying a little off of mental health. But, like, if you're pre-gaming or, like, ready for an event and you're trying to hype, your, hype yourself up. And then this, like, melancholy song comes on. Then I'm like, damn it. Oh, I, yeah. just, I lost my momentum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, or when you play Drunken Lullabies but Flood yeah, and Molly and... that'll do it. I'm just trying to sleep. Yeah. I'm just trying to sleep. I'm just trying to help you. We get you awake. Appreciate that. Yeah. It's happened more than once, folks. It has happened more than once. Great but, song. So, how about... What about happy songs for your mental health? Do happy songs make you happier? I think happy songs have a greater effect on amplifying happiness than sad songs do on amplifying sadness. Okay. And I think that's human nature and I'm no psychi- uh, psychiatrist or, or anything like that, but I feel like it's human nature to want to feel happy and, and seek out things that make us happy. So like if you're in a good mood 
and you listen to an upbeat, happy song, like it amplifies it. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a sad mood and you listen to a sad song, like no matter what you're going through, I feel like your body naturally is like, well, I don't really want to feel like this. So I, I think it's sort of like it'll it'll keep you where you're at, perhaps. At least, and this could just be me, but I feel like it, it keeps you where you're at right. if it's sad. And then if it's happy, it gets you amped up and ready to go. Yeah, that's such a good point. And I feel like, do you get this with sad songs where you're almost like it's you're listening from the perspective of the singer? So sometimes like you can't you can't relate exactly to the song and you're kind of admiring their performance. Yeah, I do that. I sometimes I do put myself in the shoes sometimes. Yeah, like sure. I listen yeah, to something and be like, oh, like he's talking about this. Like, what have what have, have I ever done anything or been through anything that's similar? Or how can I relate to it? Yeah. Um I do that. That's the beauty of it, though. You know, like, yeah, if you're having a, a moment and you just put on the headphones or, or sync up the, the stereo and throw something on and just take a breather. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I implore everyone to do that this week. I do that quite often, actually. OK, that's so funny you said that, because I noticed as it's just been a busy last mm-hmm. four months for me uh, and everyone, I feel like everyone has actually been fucking busy very busy it's not just me um all of our lives just going like a thousand miles per hour and sometimes i've been too busy to remember to listen to music and i'm Mm -hmm. not heavy music especially and i've noticed it has sometimes affected my mood yeah like you sort of like me and golf like if i don't play golf a lot like an outlet yeah. 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 Like, sudden, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? See, I can go, like, I love playing hockey, skipping it tonight. Um, Thank you. <laughs> but I can go some time without it. For, but with right. music. You need it. Yeah. I really, really need it. Mm-hmm. It is never such has a things part. that they need. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and it's just, music, but... it's so comforting. And there's times, like, I'm not a morning person. Um, and, like, sometimes, I, like, I'll, I'll totally admit it. Like, in the morning, sometimes I have shitty thoughts. I'm like... Like, oh, like I want to make more money. I want to do this. I want to do that. And just negative. And like, obviously, yeah. like... I wake a, up like that all the time. Yeah, a shower, a shower and a coffee go a long way. Yep. Um, but listening to music just gets me out of that fog. It makes me grateful. You know, it can make, yeah. me, yeah. make me even like... Re, like, even listening to music will remind me to like, to like pray. You know, like just... It just helps. It enhances everything I do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean like... I know I make reels a lot about like always having headphones in, which I kind of do but yep. just having a dose of it or like yeah. between meetings you know listening yep. to a song and just being silent and just head banging or just like hearing that I, it's yeah it's so important to yeah. to my mental health yeah i feel like i would be a much i think i'd be a more temperamental person and i know like i've got people who say that i'm temperamental i'm not it's bullshit purist <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm actually, I, but I could see like, I can sometimes like if, if things are getting overwhelming and I'm telling you, like, if it, like your, your fuse is getting shorter mm-hmm. music and that heavy music just adds to the fuse. And I just like, yeah. I, I feel so much more in control. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite things to do is like, if I'm at work or something's going, whatever, I'm busy or I'm like feeling foggy or upset or whatever it may be like my one of my activities one of my outlets is i go into i have a a master playlist of like just all rock and metal it's not specific to one genre or one type like it's just every single song that you could ever imagine by any band out there and just shuffle it and whatever comes up i cannot skip it i cannot pause it how big is this playlist thousands of songs okay yeah, like thousands of songs. Do you do like, is it a bunch of different bands? Bunch of different, it's everything. Is it like full discographies of bands or is it like it's a little bit of For some of them, yes. Okay, okay. But some of them just a little bit. It's just every song I could ever, I've ever liked or found. Did we listen to that at my bachelor weekend? Did you play that? Because I feel like you were playing like a nice rock metal playlist. Mm, it's kind of maybe, foggy. Maybe. But yeah. Yeah. That's a tough question. Yeah, no, that's a tough question. But. I feel like, because I remember I was like, Brennan. Yeah, Brennan, take the spot. I was on the Oxford a little bit, I think. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, but that's what I do. I just play one song, give myself that's whether cool. it's a, a no skip. two minute song or a yeah, and like it's kind of crazy that. what happens. Like I feel like most of the time, I don't know if it's divine intervention or AI, but <laughs> <laughs> a 
like it most of the time like it, it sort of like matches whatever the mood is i think it's, it's kind a of combination i think there is something magical and like kind of spiritual about it i also think it's a two-way stream where it's like your feelings and your heart like if it has a little link to a song it'll like grab the link so it's like that right. song reaches out to you true. and yeah, you kind true. of take it yep. you know um i will say happy songs when i'm in a bad mood piss me off like happy yeah. pop songs yeah. or happy rap songs i can't even say even like maybe like cheesy like glam metal songs could can annoy me if mm-hmm. i'm if I'm in a not good mood. Yeah. I get, to be honest, like even happy songs in general, I have to be in such a great mood that I'm like, all right, yeah, let it play. But if I'm like, I couldn't, I could not imagine work listening to pop. No, I can't. And I applaud. I know a lot of people on Insta who say like they're hearing Christmas music from now till January and like at, at their jobs. And I applaud them for that's badass yeah. to survive that. On I, you. Yeah, yeah, that's just it's outstanding work. I just, I can't. Happy music gets me annoyed. Like, one exception would be like Beartooth's new album that's like happy metal. Yeah. And I love that. But even so, I can't listen to it all the time. No, no. I think I love, or I might love myself. Like, sometimes I don't want to love myself in the moment. I need to, yeah. here's some energy. I need to outlet. Yeah. You know, I don't need to be, like, I don't want to pat myself on the back. Like, I want to be like yeah. pissed off. Let me be pissed off for five to 10 minutes. I'm going to be a great, I'll be better person. Much after. better afterwards. Yes, I will be much better. Let me brood. Yeah. Just it's like a, a Batman bit. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just got to need your time to brood yep. and you come back around. That's it. So, speaking of, so we've talked about like the different emotions with it. I was going to ask, is there like a very important mental health album? For you personally, mm. or is it mostly like a I love your shuffle thing, man? Yeah, it's more of a genre. It's mostly thing that. I don't have an album I go to. I really don't. I have a playlist I go to. Yeah, too. You know. I I respect that. I have like a chill, down tempo, acoustic, sad, slow. I like that. playlist. I like that. So that's like that's like if I if I don't need a quick hit, it's like yeah, I'm going on a I don't know. I'm like like sad. Yeah, I like that. I, for me, it's very rare that I'll just, I'll visit one album, but like, I think for the writers of the songs, some of the ones I think of, like St. Anger by Metallica, Mm -hmm. give it as much hate as you want. That album was therapy. Um, And I, I can totally respect that. Um, 13th Step by A Perfect Circle. Um, That one for me and my mental health, that is a comforting that is my comfort album. Interesting. If things are like positive or negative, I, I will listen to it either way. It definitely leans more towards the I need comfort yep. in my own way. So I need to listen to this. But um, there are also some songs on that album, like the, the song Gravity, that is very euphoric to me and that like overwhelms me with like with feeling really happy. So there but I do agree. Like for me, it's definitely more of a it's more of a playlist or a vibe or sometimes in that moment, I'm just like, I need to hear this riff and it's probably like a really yeah. like sad one or something like that. That's it. Yeah. Speaking of the perspective of um, musicians, there's typically this stigma about, you know, great, amazing musicians in our rock and metal community who pass away mm-hmm. um, and have like mental issues um, or, or, you know, just have, who have a hard time and you read the lyrics and, a lot of times they're like, well, this makes sense. This is some really heavy stuff. Yep. How do you feel about the perception of that with uh, with other people? Like, I, I always get frustrated when people say, oh, you guys are all sad and upset because of the stuff that we listen to. And, the you know, how do you, how does that, like, do you think there's any truth to it? Um, I think art, artists and bands and writers deserve an applause for being able to go out and write something about it and then perform about it. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, 99% of the time it's them talking about something that was hard or was yeah know, first person difficult to go through. And then all of us lucky bastards get to reap the benefits of that beautiful artistry. Do you think they save lives? As an outlet. Do you think they save lives? Yeah, absolutely. Like you think of like the late great Chester Bennington, Chris Hell, Cornell. Yeah, they have saved so many lives. It's so sad they couldn't save their own. Yep. But 
I mean, I know we are we're at time, but I did. We who knows? We'll, we might even continue the conversation because um, there are so many amazing like stats about mental health and rock and metal fans in general. But mm-hmm. what a great way to leave this off! The fact that they these artists are giving a gift, yeah, through gift. their pain, yeah, right. It's uh, it's an amazing thing. So be thankful. Um, speaking of being thankful. We're gonna we drop. might have a surprise. We might have a surprise. Yeah, we might have a little Thanksgiving episode coming out. So surprise. stay tuned. And in the meantime, nice shirt. Name three songs. Stay heavy, y'all. Thanks, guys. See ya. <laughs> we out.